Welcome in to another episode of Collective Knowledge. I'm your host, Shane Barrett. You can find me on Twitter at FFShaneB. And joining me tonight is the GIF and meme master himself. You've probably been, if you've been GIFed or memed, you're in with this person. He's also the creative director for Roto Heat Fantasy and an IDP contributor for Getting Defensive. And it is the one, the only, Craig Reith. Craig, how you doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing well. I'm glad to be on here with you, Shane. Uh, like these, you know, relatively short little shows that you do where you get to know people and, you know, go over some interesting topics. And it, it's just a fun way to talk to people. And there isn't a whole lot of that anymore. Um, in real life for me, my job isn't, um, you know, in an office or anything. It's from home. So kids yep. are the only face to face sort of interaction I get. And it's, it's nice to have adult talk about uh, adult stuff. So. Yes, absolutely. Um, know what you mean there. I work from home too. Um, now I'm in a more customer facing role, so I probably get a little bit more adult interaction than you do. Um, but it's it's still the same thing for me. Like when I, I'm not in the office, it is uh, two kids and, and the wifey and it is dominated by the children. So, yep. all right, Craig, before we jump into the questions, we got to do the good old ad read, and that is for Thrive Fantasy. So come prop up on Thrive Fantasy next football season, but you can continue to thrive this basketball and soccer season. Thrive is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. They, you choose 10 out of the 20 available player props, build your lineup for a fantasy lineup, and each prop is assigned a fantasy value based on the likelihood of the over and the under hitting. Hit the most props and rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. And then use code promo, promo code FFShaneB when signing up. And you can do that on Thrive Fantasy on the App Store, Play Store, or www.thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. All right, Craig, are you ready? I am as ready as I will ever be, Shane. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. So we always lead off with this question. Um, and that is when was your first fantasy football league? First fantasy football league, uh, to the best of my recollection was in 2002 through Yahoo, through work. Yeah. Um, it's just a bunch <laughs> of people, uh, I was detasseling corn for those of you who don't know what that is, working out in cornfields. And uh, this is before widespread cell phone and all that fun sort of stuff, especially mm -hmm. not something that expensive out in a cornfield. So I just have a lot of stuff to talk about and argue about. And uh, fantasy football online was becoming more and more popular. So started up a league, redraft. Very nice. Um, is that league still going? It is not. Uh, that sort of iteration of the league probably lasted uh, three, four years. And then we, you know, tried to turn it into different stuff. We had our first auction league redrafting a couple of years after that, which was nice to try, but it, it didn't stick around probably any more than five years. I gotcha. Um, okay. So then what is your longest standing league right now? My longest standing league. I believe we're in year nine at this wow. point of a, a dynasty league. And it, um, 
We in Ya in uh, college, we had a redraft league for a couple of years that then we turned mm-hmm. into a keeper league for the same group of people. There were 12, 14 of us, and eventually a bunch of us when didn't want to do that anymore, created a dynasty league. And that's nice. what uh same thing is still going with most of the same owners. So okay, very cool. Um, what are the league settings for that league? And you said dynasty, is it super flex, one QB? So it's one QB. Superflex wasn't a huge thing back then, and we've tried to get it to be superflex, but it's still 14 teams, so quarterbacks do have a little bit more value, and it's six points per passing TD. Uh, Love that. All, touch, all touchdowns are six points. And also um, something that we started with and I've loved, and I don't see a whole lot of leagues, a pick six is negative six for your quarterback. So you know, it's oh, the opposite wow. going the other way, where you know if you want to give up a touchdown that way, um, it's going to be the same. So – we, we've had a couple quarterbacks. Um, there's one quarterback for the Cardinals a few years ago, and I forget what his name was. It was in that Skelton Hundley, you know, that sort of time uh, frame. Was it, that was it Drew had Stanton, negative maybe? points. It, sta- it wasn't Stanton. And we, every once in a while, we go look up who it was. But yeah, some, <laughs> I think there's been a couple times starting quarterbacks have gotten negative points. So Did, I, did Jameis ever get a negative score? No, he had enough. Uh, well, not that I know yards. of. He had enough like touchdowns, passing yards, and all that. Yeah, that I don't okay. think he ended up with a negative. But um, so it's uh, one flex, two wide receivers, two running backs, tight end, and we started off with a straight uh, two defensive backs, two defensive linemen, um, two Very linebackers, nice. and a flex. And we've changed that with the edge position uh, sort of being created for IDP. So it's now two defensive backs, two essentially what are middle linebackers, two mm-hmm. edge players, and then an interior lineman. Nice. So we've sort of spiced that up a little bit and it's nice. been a fun little switch. I like that. Um, I, if, if you guys don't know, I am an advocate for IDP. Um, I'm an adv- advocate for doing what you find fun. Yeah. I find IDP fun. Um, I know it's not for everybody, but I will advocate for it. So, all right, Craig, we're coming, kind of coming out of a pandemic. Bunch of people joined a bunch of leagues. Bunch of people are backing out of a bunch of leagues now. So I don't know how many leagues you're in, but let's say you're maxed out on leagues. You can join one more league, though. But it's got to be your favorite settings. What are those? There's a... Deep, it's a 12-team league, so I don't mind even going higher than that. 12 to 16 is sort of my sweet spot because it makes positions like you know quarterback more valuable, mm-hmm. but it, it does it to all the positions, really. Um, I like really deep benches, and I also have gotten into – this is going to be my, I think, fifth year in a Devi league. Um, nice. And my first year in a C2C league, which is, you know, a step up from that. Yeah. But I like the Devi aspect of it when there's people that are involved and like that part of it. So there's sort of still value in the draft, but it's a limited value. It opens up trading more. Mm -hmm. So I like to have balanced offensive and defensive scoring. And now I don't mean completely even across the board because that's really hard to get and, you know, even finding a league of people. But if we're creating something on my own out of whole cloth that I like to see, 
I think it'd be really fun to have one where offense and defense are even across the board, where your very yeah. top sort of linebackers are the same as a top running back, and that way you can have a lot of different ways to construct your team. Yeah, I like that. Um, and some of the other settings, you know, that we talked about, um, you know, as far as scoring and stuff that I like to see is like a pick six being negative six. I think that's a fun mm-hmm. twist. I don't see a whole lot. And you can go too far, I think, in uh, messing with leagues. There, there <laughs> yeah. is a league that a bunch of us from that original Dynasty League started up again, and it's 12 teams. But it's literally you have two super flex positions. And then you have a full offense and full defense of just positionless. So you can start 11 <laughs> cornerbacks if you really want. And we've tried to balance out the scoring on the offense and the defense. That's a mess to try to wrap your head around, figure out who to draft and who to start. So yeah. something like that, but best ball, I think could be really fun. I've, I've come around to, if you're going to be in a lot of leagues, make it best ball. That way you can still mm-hmm. trade, you can still do waivers, but you don't have to worry about running around doing those lineups every week. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, here's a question that I, I haven't asked anybody in the IDP space before because most of them haven't mentioned a Devi too. Has IDP crossed over into Devi? Like, is there Devi IDP? There are uh, Devi okay. IDP leagues. There is a league out there that I follow that I'm not in. Um, but it has a lot of the Devi people in it. I think it's called the Pinnacle of Devi League. Okay. Um, and they started off doing, man, it was like a 100-round draft that oh, they started. In, a couple years, it was just Devi players that they took. Yeah. Um, and it was all on a spreadsheet. And then like two years later, once those players started getting drafted, they did like a veteran draft too to supplement it that way. They have a NFL team now. They have this whole mm-hmm. Devi team, and they're also, you know, they're going deep enough that they're drafting high schoolers, oh like high gosh. school seniors <laughs> that aren't even on a team yet. Like it's really fun to watch. Um, yeah, and that is IDP that has IDP okay. in there. Um, Very cool. But that is way beyond any um, real level of comprehension. I trying to figure <laughs> out what high schooler to take or something like that. Um, yeah, that's a little. That get there. <laughs> yeah, that's a little far for me too, to be completely honest. Um, I'm all about Devi and, and campus to Canton, but when your Devi is so deep that you're looking at high schoolers um, like daily, that's a, that's a little far. Yeah. And, and even to be quite honest, IDP Devi is beyond my level of, not that I'm an expert on any of this, but you know, just analysis even. Yeah. I, an idea how to figure out all right you know maybe these guys are good to target in college because they're not going to go to the nfl but they're really productive on that c2c side of it and they'll Mm. be good for your ncaa team trying to throw idp in there uh, i'm not there yet and again (laughs) it's probably going to be a while if i ever get there yeah totally um okay next question when did you start making content for fantasy football I believe my first piece came out in February of 2020. Okay. So, do you remember uh, what that first piece was? Yeah, it was. Uh, it would. So I I joined a team. Um, sorry, in February 2020, which was Roto Heat. My first okay. written piece came out in March with the free agent signings, and it was about Byron Jones signing with the Dolphins. Nice. So you started off creating IDP content. Yep. That was the whole uh, 
my focus of me joining over at Roto Heat, they didn't have a whole lot of people for the IDP side, and they were recruiting, and I threw my name in the ring, and I said, sure, if you want to commit to it, we'll do it. And it started off with rankings, um, okay. and then they, you know, a month later, so got into the article writing, and now I'm heavily involved all over the place there, even on, you know, some of the offensive stuff I don't really do offensive articles i do do some offensive rankings because we have combined offensive and idp rankings for like if you're doing a startup draft like that so you can sort of figure out my offensive rankings but i don't have just pure offensive rankings over there gotcha very cool um how long have you been playing idp my idp started in that first league that we had and that was 2012 so i guess it's 10 years now or 10 or 11 that we're going into so yeah idp started in 2012 for me very cool um what made you start making content it was really just a a facebook group that i had been in which was for roto heat and they you know were saying hey you know we're really looking to expand idp if you think you're knowledgeable and have a good base to go off of and a couple of people told me they thought i'd be good at it and i should throw my name in just so i did sort of as a something to do and try to refine my own skills for my own leagues very nice um all right i'm throwing you a curveball because this one's not on the show sheet all right uh, what's your favorite position to scout defensively safety i i think I really like, and this goes for, you know, defensive backs and defense in general right now, but there's a lot more versatility of how they're using those players. You're not really just seeing sort of that single high free safety and that strong safety down at the line. There's a lot of more interchangeable parts than playing all across the board. And, you know, what a safety is in college and to the NFL is really changing. And I I like that. And some of those sort of top-end athletes – saw Isaiah Simmons play all over the mm-hmm. place, but he was a sort of a safety in college. He's a linebacker, you know, just because of how they're using him, and he has that skill yeah. set for the Cardinals. So I I think it's a very wide range of skill sets that you're finding in college at that role, and then how they're translating to the NFL can be a whole different thing. So I find it challenging, and I also find it really interesting. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Thanks for answering that since I know it was a a bit of a curveball. Um, All right, last fantasy football question for now. Uh, What is your favorite thing about the fantasy community? Um, By and large, I think people are very accepting and fun to get along with. And, you know, if you're out there looking, you can meet a lot of good people and get involved in, you know, they're online relationships. But in this day and age, you know, an online relationship doesn't mean it isn't real or it's fake or anything like that. You know, you can really find your niche and people that you get along with to say, you know, find your people, you know, find your thing. And I think fantasy football community on Twitter, um, I haven't dug into Reddit or Facebook a whole lot anymore. I'm don't really go on as much, but at least on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's stuff I like Reddit for, but I've never dug into fantasy football there. And by the sounds of it, I don't really want to. So, but yeah, just being able to find your people in your little niche and being able to connect with them and have fun, build friendships, but also, you know, hone your craft and get better. Yeah, totally. I love that. Yeah. If, uh, if you guys think that 
fantasy football Twitter is a uh, hellhole or a big old slime ball, just spend five minutes in Reddit and you'll be like, oh my God, it's like we're in church comparatively. <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, it's easy to on Twitter. At least you can you know, like block people and you know mute yeah. people and keep them away from you, and you know sort of refine your group if you really want to. Um, and I don't like doing that necessarily because I think it's good to not just be in an echo chamber and find yeah, opinions totally. that you don't agree with. But there's also value in staying away from toxic people if you find those. Uh, absolutely. Um, okay, so last two questions before we move on to rapid fire tell us a little bit about yourself outside of fantasy football um i know you and i have talked about family and um you have five kids so tell us a little bit about your kids your family what your day job is etc so i have five kids like you said um my son i have one son out of the five so poor guy um he's gonna be 10 be 10 in august and then we have a seven-month-old is our youngest. So we have a nice wide range in there, my wife, and then we have a cat and dog, too. So it's a, nice. sort of a zoo in the house daily. Um, born and raised, still live in Wisconsin. Um, more of a rural person than a big city person. I spent three years living in Madison, which is relatively big um, for law school. And uh, I walked everywhere. I hate driving in big cities. Um, you and, and I hate both. pedestrians in there too because they feel like they can just walk wherever they want to. So not not my thing. But yeah, I have a law degree. I'm a licensed attorney for the state of Wisconsin. I'm not cool. currently out there like you know doing trial stuff, anything like that. I work for a national insurance company. We'll leave it okay. at that. You could probably find out if you really wanted to online, but yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's what I'm dealing with. I'm in management there. Very cool. Um, what part of Wisconsin? It's about halfway between Madison and Milwaukee. So if you find the two of those and put your finger in the halfway between, you have a good idea. I mean, it's like a six, 7,000 person little town. So gotcha. uh, I asked because my mom's side of the family is from Kenosha. Yeah, that's right over there, closer to Chicago, but, okay. you know, over by Milwaukee. So, yeah, I mean, it's still, again, about halfway in between there and okay, Madison. Cool. Very cool. Um, all right. Uh, two follow-up questions for you. What kind of cat? What kind of dog? Uh, purebred golden retriever that my wife had uh, before we got together. So it's really her dog, but, um, you know, in the winter and all that I'm taking him outside and dealing with it because yeah. she doesn't want to deal with the cold. Mm -hmm. um, and he is always when I'm working under my desk, just at my feet, because he <laughs> does not want to deal with the cast of the kids either. Not that I can yeah. blame him at this age. And the cat is just uh, whatever they had at the Humane Society. That uh, <laughs> When my oldest daughter was, I think, two years old, she picked her out, and that's what we went with. Nice. Very cool. All right. What hobbies do you have outside of fantasy football? So my kids eat up most of my time. Uh, yeah. There's work kids and then, you know, good amount of my time goes into fantasy football. Um, I like doing Lego with my son. We have nice. way too many of those in the basement all over. Um, kids really like Pokemon. So Pokemon Go, you know, when the weather's nice, we go out doing that. They have fun yeah. with that. Um, I think we're friends on there. 
<laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, and then, I mean, I'd say it really isn't a hobby, but I've enjoyed doing yard work more is just to get outside and get the kids outside and have something yeah. to do out there for myself. Uh, I don't necessarily take a whole lot of enjoyment out of it, but there is a sense of accomplishment at the end of the day when they're like, all right, well, I have that, that row of bushes are all trimmed and looking pretty. So, well, you know, I can show, Hey, look what I did as opposed to, I just stood around outside for two hours or something. No, Yeah, totally. I like that. All right, Craig. Are you ready? I, I believe so. Rapid fire. All right. Here we go. Favorite NFL team? The Dallas Cowboys. Okay. This is rapid fire. I need you to elaborate on how you are born and raised in Wisconsin, live in Wisconsin, and a Cowboys fan. There isn't a uh, complete 100% known answer. The, the best guess is so when I was starting to watch football, you know, like I was around five years old, that's about 1991. That's when the Cowboys were getting good. And I, they think I was just rebelling against my dad and family who are all, you know, just a bunch of Packer fans. And yeah. I admittedly have never liked Brett Favre. That probably had something to do with it. Um, but the Cowboys were the cool new young team coming up in the Super Bowls. And mm -hmm. I probably just started liking them for that reason, but stuck with it. So awesome. I love it. Go Cowboys. Yep. Uh, favorite sport. That's not football to watch. It's professional basketball to okay. participate in. Uh, it's swimming. Nice. Uh, who is your favorite NBA team? The bucks. Okay. okay. I, I stuck with that one from around nice. here through a lot of crappy years too. So yeah. uh, favorite food. Yeah, that that one's hard. Um, that changes just so much. I'd, I'd probably just default to something like pizza because you can have so many just different things on it and different kinds of pizza. It's a cop-out answer, but I don't have something amazing. That's fine. I'm fine with that answer. Um, here's a, a controversial question, though, as a follow-up, and I think you know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Does pineapple belong on pizza? If you want to eat pineapple on your pizza, go for it. It's your pizza. You eat whatever you want on it. I love that answer, Craig. And for me, pineapple does belong on pizza. It's good. I enjoy pineapple. It pizza. adds some sweetness to it that I really enjoy. I, I agree 100%. But you know, people, they say, oh, it's a travesty. It's like, well, most of us aren't eating real traditional pizza anyway, so put whatever the hell you want on it. Exactly. All right. Favorite sports movie? Uh, the replacements just nice. for the, the, the humor aspect of it. Yes. That doesn't surprise me with you. Uh, favorite non-sports movie. That Jurassic park. Nice. Favorite band. Uh, band. Can I just go with the musician? Sure. It's uh Warren Zevon and he's, he's been dead for, uh, I don't know. 2003 was at 18 years something like that um so most of his music was out before i was even listening to music but my dad got me into him and i can probably sing most of his entire catalog so nice um i'm gonna be honest with you i haven't heard of him before if you know the song werewolves of london that's the guy okay if you pull it up you'll you'll know I'll the song it's played it. all the time around halloween but okay uh favorite adult beverage so I don't really drink anymore, Okay. but 
when I did, it was uh, Lennon Kugel's Summer Shandy. It's a, nice. a lemon That's, beer that they had yeah. that used to be very specific to Wisconsin, and now I think they ship throughout most of the United States. Um, yeah, if it I wasn't have, beer, it, it was scotch. Okay. It was a scotch neat. I thought it was uh, – I was told by an old attorney that oh, I'd be really impressive someday to like judges and all that if you can just drink scotch neat. So I forced myself to be able to do it. And then I <laughs> drink much scotch, um, and which isn't good for anyone. So Yeah, totally. Um, okay, favorite TV show? Of all time, it's probably Mystery Science Theater 3000. Okay. I'll have to check that out. Never heard of it. it. It's very weird. You've probably seen the silhouettes of it, but it's these two robots and a guy down in the corner. You see their silhouettes, and they're making fun of these live crappy movies that they're watching. Okay. <laughs> it, well, if you watch it, you'd understand why it fits my sense of humor, too. But, yeah, okay. it's it's like live mocking of movies. Gotcha. All right, I'm throwing you another curveball because I just thought of this and don't know why I haven't had it on here before. Uh, okay. Favorite actor? Oh boy. We can come back to that one. Spot with that one. Yeah, come back to me on that one. Okay. Uh, so the next two questions are I need an all time and I need a right now. Okay. Yeah. The first one's favorite defensive player, all time and right now. Ju you know, honestly, I'm going to say uh, Reggie White. Um, for all okay. time, because yeah, yeah. You know, growing up with the Packers around here, I watched him a lot, and that was when he had just joined up with the Packers, and uh, he was just a hell of a player and a lot of fun to watch, even if you weren't a fan of the team. So, totally. uh, right now it's Jordan Poyer. I love his story yes. of you know he was like a seventh round pick, came out of nowhere, he was cut by the Eagles, went to the Browns, did nothing, and then when uh, McDermott took over the Bills, it's like I I want that guy on my team, made him a safety, and he's been amazing since. So. Awesome. I love that. <clears throat> all right. Favorite offensive player again, all time and right now. Right now it's Jameson Crowder. Um, and I don't have a great reason for that other than uh, my son's name is Jameson. And so, you know, he, he was born and then we, I saw him in rookie drafts you know, the year he came out and you could get him late or free. And I'm like, well, yeah. whatever, pick him up, see if it'll be worth anything. And he's, when he's healthy, he's been a useful player. So yeah, um, totally him. And then all time. Um, it's probably Troy Aikman just cause he was the cool quarterback of the Cowboys. And yeah, you know, that's totally. a nineties Cowboys fan answer, but he's a guy that I had a poster of and all that stuff growing up. So very nice. Um, my dad actually handed me down his Troy Aikman. Well, I think he did. He didn't when I was a teenager. I think I ended up leaving it at his house, but he handed me his Troy Aikman jersey down. Um, yeah, I, I, didn't, right. I didn't have a whole lot of jerseys. I didn't have any growing up. I got a few oddballs here and there, and I think the only real offensive Cowboys one I ever got that was any good was a Witten one. Nice. Oh, I love Jason Such a good dude. Um, okay. Uh, let's circle back. Favorite actor if i had to and this is just sort of going back but the first two that came to mind are anthony hopkins and will smith um Great and choices. i know those are vastly different answers and i don't know that i really like one more than the other um but will smith is that you make me pick one is probably will smith just because the fun stuff that he was in growing up 
Um, yeah. And then just, you know, the more serious stuff and shown, you know, he has those real acting chops later in life. Yeah, so absolutely. I actually, I, I love that answer. All right, Craig, that wraps up our show. Thank you awesome. for coming on. Well, thank you for we having go, me. Before we go, where can people find you? And do you got anything you want to plug? Yeah, so you can find me over at Roto Heat. Uh, you'll see articles and ranking by me, and I am the creative director over there with uh, all of my weird shenanigans. So at Roto Heat Craig, you can find me on Twitter. I have Instagram, but I've never made a post, so it doesn't make a, any value in really following me over the there. Memes that you make, you've never made a post on Instagram. No, and it's sort of just uh, my my wife got me to so she could send me yeah. like ideas and recipes or, or whatever. Same no, thing with I Pinterest. Completely. I don't think yeah. I have anything there. And now it's just a sort of a badge of honor. Like, well, what's the point, you know? And, and yeah. I have fifty some people following me. I have no idea why, uh, <laughs> but there's nothing on there. So, um, and then also uh, Tuesday nights, pretty much year round, uh, an hour a week on Tuesdays, which I think is ten Eastern. Um, I have in a show that I host on getting defensive uh, yes. through good iron ratings. Yes, sir. I was on last week. No, was that last week? I think it was yeah. last week with uh, Jeff yeah. and was it was JJ or uh, Gary? It was Gary. Gary. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks Craig. Um, and thanks again for coming on. I had a blast. You are, you're a very interesting person. And I knew that in the, the, the Twitter sphere and YouTube sphere needed to know. So I appreciate yeah, you coming you, on. If you see me on Twitter, everyone knows I'm interesting is a good word. So um, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Love the show. And again, it was a great time with you. Absolutely. Thanks, man. Uh, again, this wraps up this episode of Collective Knowledge. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at FF underscore collective. That is K-O-L-L-E-C-T-I-V. This will come out as audio only on the podcast, which is the Fantasy Nightcap which is also at Fantasy Nightcap on Twitter. And I am your host, Shane Barrett. You can follow me on Twitter at FFShaneB. If you have not already signed up for Polly's Playoff, make sure you do so. And if you don't know what that is, check out my pinned tweet. Cheers, ladies and gentlemen.